Let's say you and I just met at some social gathering and we didn't know each other. One of the common questions that you might ask me, I might ask you is, what do you do? Think about it for a moment. How would you answer that question? Stay tuned and find out. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Innovation Driven Growth Podcast. Here we examine what enables true creativity, how to convert ideas into innovation, and seek out what ignites enterprise-wide growth. I'm your host, entrepreneur, strategist, and muser of metacognition, David Peterson. So I've worked in financial technology since, golly, all the way back to 1983. So that means I'm kind of past 40 years of working in the financial tech or fintech industry. Now, throughout all those decades, I think there's a couple of things that I can say have been immutably true. Bankers perform an incredible, valuable service for their customers and communities. Bankers are really bad at telling great stories that highlight their value. Sorry, bankers. Subsequently, the general public, including the bankers' best customers, really don't appreciate the role that bankers play and the hard work we put towards helping them in our communities. Now, I find that most people are spectacularly uninterested in what we do as financial professionals. So if you will, let me role play just a little thought exercise here. Okay, so you're a banker and you're at a social event and there's numerous people there with whom you are not familiar. Now, as is common in these situations, there's mixing and mingling amongst the attendees, and invariably you come face-to-face with somebody you do not know. Introductions are made, and the next question, of course, is, what do you do? Now, remember, in this example, you're a banker. How would you respond to that specific question? Now, my observation is that most people who work at financial institutions would answer the what do you do question as if they were asked, where do you work? So they might say, I work at First National Bank here in town or something to that effect. Now, maybe, just maybe, uh, somebody might add a title to that. Maybe something like, I'm a loan officer at First National Bank. Generally speaking, once you speak or say any reference to a bank or a financial institution, there's generally not any follow-up questions. Uh, Nobody in that example is saying, wow, really interesting. Can you tell me more? Or, uh, oh my gosh, I'd love to hear more about what you do. And the simple fact is it's nearly every adult already has a well-formed idea of what a banker does and doesn't need to ask any follow-up questions. As bankers, we are essentially uninteresting in their minds. Now, I'm using bankers as an example, but if you're listening to this and if you run a construction company or if you're in insurance or if you run a retail uh, store or or perhaps in food service, put yourself in that same position and, and just kind of follow through with me as I talk about this in the context of financial institutions. Now, at the end of the day, it's it's not our fault. We have grounded the opinion that bankers, uh, who bankers are, into those other people extremely hard. Everything bankers do and say reinforces that opinion they have of us. So why would we expect that they would think about us in any other way? It's up to us as financial institutions to change 
that narrative. What I'm going to share with you may not be easy for you to hear, especially if you're a banker. And it will definitely not be easy to affect any change in how we as bankers are perceived. But with a concerted and diligent effort, we can change people's opinion of our profession. That would be difficult to do, shouldn't deter us from making this effort. So let's go back to my supposition of the encounter at the social event I described and examine how that might have turned out differently. So suppose you get the what do you do question and consider that you would respond this way. I assist individuals and businesses to achieve their goals and dreams. Wait, what? Yeah, I'll say it again. Somebody says, what do you do? I assist individuals and businesses to achieve their goals and dreams. Whoa, now that is a totally different response and one that your new acquaintance is unprepared for. There is no way they will not ask a follow-up question, perhaps multiple questions to get more information about what that statement could mean. And when they ask you what in the world, how could you possibly assist with achieving goals and dreams, the context of the rest of this podcast will arm you with the necessary information that will inform and impress on this topic. The primary point I want you to take away is that we must be confident about the role we play and not be ashamed at all and appropriately advocate for how important our role is for our customers in our communities. And guys, this goes way beyond banking. You can use these techniques in any business or organization. When I teach at the Graduate Banking School at the University of Colorado, I instruct all of my students that as bankers, we really only do two things. Two things. One, we hold their deposits in a safe and secure way to protect their goals and dreams. And we disperse those deposits at their direction 24 by 7, 365, days a year. Number two, we issue credits that enables customers' goals and dreams. So here's these two things of protecting their deposits to protect goals and dreams and deliver credit, make loans, to enable goals and dreams. So let's take a look at this whole idea of goals and dreams. Let's really dig into that. So what backs that goals and dreams statement up? What does it really mean? When I talk about goals and dreams, these are the aspir aspirational elements that an individual or business might have. Now, somebody might have a personal goal of starting their own business. A company can have a goal to expand their business to include new locations or additional services. Similarly, a parent or maybe a grandparent can have a dream of saving money to pay for a child or a grandchild's college education. It may be a dream for a newly retired executive to buy a new Corvette. It could be that the town dreams of opening a new convention center that would serve the entire county. There are numerous activities that we could think of about how we're assisting consumers, businesses, and nonprofits in the area we serve with these kinds of services. Now, if I'm talking strictly as bankers, we think about accepting deposits, making loans, uh, executing outbound, inbound payments, and, and all of that kind of comes back to what we would call a transaction. And as we execute those transactions with a high level of proficiency and expertise. But behind each and every transaction is a goal or a dream. Helping a young person get their first account and understanding basic money management. 
providing the mechanism for a working mom to easily get all of the monthly bills scheduled and paid. Each and every transaction directly or indirectly ties to someone or some entity's goal or dream. And if we start talking about the activities we perform as enabling goals and dreams over time, we can change the perception that people have about what it is we do. It has to be a consistent activity. It can't just be one or two in your organization that are now advocating differently. If you really want to change the perception of your organization, it has to be a complete effort from the board and the C-suite down to each and every customer-facing employee. Also, consider that you'll need to incorporate this language into all of your corporate marketing efforts. Take a few minutes and bring up every community bank website that operates in your service area. Check out their Facebook and their Instagram posts. It's a good bet that you'll not find any substantive difference in the language that is used to communicate to their customers and prospects. All of these will say they're community focused and have a people first attitude or we're your hometown bank. This is very typical of what I see regardless of the geographic area being examined anywhere in the United States. What instead, what if your Facebook post started to highlight stories of customers who had achieved a goal or dream that was assisted by your organization? Now, all of a sudden, instead of touting product X or service Y, you're highlighting perhaps how a single mother was able to buy reliable transportation to get to and from work or how a business was able to survive thanks to your institution's focus on making them a PPP loan, or a local nonprofit was able to reach a fundraising goal. Now, you would be telling stories, and people are really, really drawn to stories, not just a bunch of bullets about what your super saver or checking account might entail. Now, I get that this is a big mind shift in terms of how we think of ourselves as bankers. And it would be really easy to get pompous and go way overboard with this whole goals and dreams theme. But if we can humbly and professionally explain how we go about assisting our customers' goals and dreams, we will begin to swing the public's opinion of what our role is in the community. Let's face it, it's not that hard a stretch that somebody might be less excited about a visit with their banker than, say, an appointment with their dentist. And even though we may not be excited about a dental visit, we clearly understand the strategic and important nature of keeping those appointments. Hey, at least the dentist will knock you completely out if that's what you need. So I'm convinced that we're capable of cementing the strategic importance of the services that we provide while making the experience one that engenders appreciation. And over time, it, perhaps it might take a long time, but over time, our customers and prospects will genuinely appreciate our reaching out to them to check in on their goals and dreams. And they'll look forward to coming in and talking with us about it. And you know what? At the very least, we'll start having more informational and interesting conversations at parties. Thanks again for investing your valuable time listening to the Innovation Driven Growth Podcast. I covet your questions, comments, or critique. You can reach me at david at davidpeterson.com. I'm also on Facebook at DP Speaks and everywhere else on social media at DLP Speaks. I look forward to hearing from you and be sure to look for a new episode soon.